welcome to The Contemplative Life. Three pastors, friends, and spiritual companions help us explore spirituality through a contemplative lens. I'm Christina Roberts. I'm Chris Roberts. I'm Christina Kaiser. We're glad you joined us. Hello, it's great to be with you. Today, I am grateful to have Zill Eiler on the podcast. Zill is originally from Brazil, and I met her through a business mastermind. She's a business coach and is known more specifically as the confidence coach. And so I'm thrilled to have her generous and warm spirit with us today. So Zill, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here with you today. When I met you at our mastermind, I just felt something very special about you and a really good energy and really good vibe. And I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know who she is, but I want to be in her corner. Same, same. Yes, and here we are. I love it. So today we're going to be talking about this idea of what it means to get unstuck. And I know that that's something that we can all too relate to in some point of our lives. We may feel stuck in a decision we have to make. Maybe we feel stuck with a particular circumstance that we can't change. We can feel stuck relationally. And so I wonder, as you work with people, what patterns do you notice, Zill, as it relates to our tendencies to get stuck? Yes, that's a great question to start off. So I want to say that most people get stuck in the past. Most people get stuck in thoughts about some circumstances that happened in the past, and they like to hang on to it. And actually, this morning, I had a session with a client where he's very much stuck in an event that happened in 2005, And his whole life can progress because of it. And the work here is truly of understanding that right now is the only thing that is real. Right now, right at this minute, whatever happened in 2005 doesn't exist anymore. Truly, you you can't go back. You can't change. What you can do is truly to decide what you want to learn from that and how you can apply now and tomorrow. So definitely, I think this is the main point where I see people being stuck, stuck and getting stuck. These are good points. And sometimes in the contemplative world, we talk about this kind of transformation aspect. Like you're talking a little bit about what can I learn from it? Are there other types of resources that you offer to people when you realize, oh yeah, they're stuck, they're stuck in the past? What sorts of practices or anything that they can do? Yes, absolutely. So when they're stuck in the past, the first step is truly to help them be aware. So recognizing that it is the past. Because a lot of people, they have relived a certain event over and over that for them is very much so in the present. So the first step, and I think we can spend hours there depending if the person is not understanding if the subconscious mind is not getting it that it is there it's in the past so awareness is the first point the second point would definitely be reframing right reframing that and then furthermore i really think the people you know that have had the most success the the clients that i've worked with that have had the most success are those who can make that event less important than, again, than what's happening now. Less important than what they want to build 
in their lives, less important than what's ahead of them, right? I love that. I love the practicality of that. And even you just saying like some of the barriers to moving forward are dealing with or even being aware of what's in the past. And I just wonder in what ways can connecting to our source of spirituality practically help us get unstuck? Yes, thank you. So it is spirituality is everything and that connection is everything because that connection gives us hope. So if you don't have that spiritual connection, what happens is that you can see a light at the end of the tunnel or at all, and you remain stuck. But once you understand that the universe is immense and infinite, and that there are infinite chances to live a better life, to make different choices, to receive new blessings and new light in your life, that opens up for hope. So being connected with your spirituality opens up to hope. And people who don't have hope, they can't move forward, right? So that's, yeah, keeping short and sweet, that opens up to hope. And hope is what we need as humans to keep going, to keep creating to keep enjoying life as its best. Yeah, I think that's important because a lot of contemplative practices, meditation practices, it's all about being in the present and the now. But the reality is that we do have a past that we bring with us to the now. And so I think if I'm hearing you, it's how do we take some of those stories from the past and we don't have to be stuck there, we can reframe them and they can somehow inform how we're showing up in the present moment. So I'm almost hearing like hope, but also like it can add to our quality of life, if you will, that we can borrow from that to be who we are. So I I guess I'm curious as we're talking about different aspects of our timeline, right? There's our past selves that we're bringing into our current moment. I guess in what ways does that hope or that connection that you're talking about to spirituality really help us to have that quality reframe so that we can move forward into some new spaces? Absolutely. So if you don't have hope, why are you even going to get out of bed? If you don't have hope, why are you even going to go about your day if there is no way to change, if there is no way of a better today and tomorrow, which is linked to hope, then why am I even existing? So once you have the hope, that the hope informs you, gives you information at the beginning of your day that, oh my goodness, today can be a better day. The now can be so good can be so much better so that hope pulls you forward and it's truly a daily thing christina and i'll tell you for myself when i think a lot of us we go through this where you wake up in the morning i actually had a client message me last night saying zil my life is so boring i've lost excitement i go to work and she has a very high position in her company a company she works for and she's like, i'm doing just doing this so she wakes up with no hope that things can be different no different perspective so my mornings are prime time for me to open my eyes and say whatever i want this day to be that's what i tell myself so it's usually like some sort of this is going to be an amazing day i'm going to create amazing things whoever i'm supposed to be aligned with are going to come into my path so all these thoughts they open up to hope And then my today has already shifted. 
I'm wondering, my friends here will already know that joy is like my favorite topic. I'm doing a doctoral project on joy. As I hear you talk about hope, a lot of emotions are connected. So I'm wondering, do you engage from that joy aspect? Like even as I'm looking at you, right? You've got fun hair, you've got red in your headband, you've got dots, polka dots maybe on your clothes. There's a yellow pillow. These are all joy aspects, right? Like they speak something and in the soul, like I was just reading a quote, this was totally different. It was about resilience. And the quote was, when I'm really struggling, I look at the moon, I look at my daughter's yellow dress, like these things that maybe bring some sort of delight until I can move forward again. So do these aspects, like, do you think about them? Are they innate? How are you engaging things like resilience, joy? Yes. So joy is can be built intentionally so for me for example yesterday was president's day a school holiday my children were home and i had to sit down and think how can i have joy today and i love the beach and i thought let's go to the beach and i absolutely love art and handcrafted i that's me as you can see probably my background so as we were, when we were at the beach, I went to, there were five vendors and they were selling art. And I went there because that brings me joy. That changed my vibe. So it's very intentionally that we can plan to open up for joy and have joy come in. And what that does, that does for you, for your soul, is that it completely raises your vibration, right? It changes whatever you're thinking into something else and just it feels like the burdens that you have in your shoulders at that very moment they are lifted because now joy has come in and said hello and then you forget about it it's almost like an instant shift when you let joy come in and again i'm using the word intentionally so much because our life is so busy and especially as entrepreneurs or moms, whatever you do, you know that the pace is fast. We are in a fast-paced world. So unless you stop and take really a few minutes to ask yourself, how can I intentionally create joy and invite joy into my day? You're not going to. You are just not going to. And again, I love stories. Last night, going back to President's Day, I had a great day with my kids at the beach got home at night and I said, I'm done. Like phone is off. So I did up the last Instagram story saying big plans for tonight, dinner with family, packing up kids lunch, going to bed at nine because tomorrow I have amazing things happening. So again, right, even how I closed my day and decided to be off my phone and I completely turned it off. And I said, I'm done. I'm done with the phone. I'm present with my family. I'll have joy here now. I'll give myself rest to sleep because tomorrow I have big things happening. This being one of them, this is huge. It's an honor to be here. So yes, again, be intentional about taking time to create joy and to invite joy into your day. I love that, talking about joy, talking about hope. And there's an excerpt that I'd like to read. It, it's actually from a book from an indigenous leader called, his name is Stephen Charleston. And the book is called Hope as Old as Fire. Wow. And this is the excerpt. How often have I stood undecided 
I cannot count. But as if in a dream, I keep returning to the crossroads, both paths dark before me, praying for a light to follow. The answer is not to be found by staring into your mind, but by feeling the hand unseen on your shoulder. And then lastly, he says, intuition is made sacred by trust. And so I wonder about intuition, getting people connected to themselves that are stuck. How much of a part does helping them connect to their intuition play a part in what you do, Zill? Yes, big part, big part. And I'm so glad you brought this up because I am launching a group program where I'm helping coaches come up with their coaching program. And here's my approach. I'm telling all these ladies, I want you to connect with the urge and the urge that you feel inside yourself to share your tools, okay? Because out there, you're going to see gurus telling you, do this or do that. Or even even if you're not an entrepreneur, you're going to see people telling you what to do. And then it starts this race into what's outside of myself, what is the right thing to do, how can I have a better life, and so on and so forth. And my invitation is we are going to stop all of it. We are going to throw everything in the trash, truly. Just throw everything in the trash, and we're going to connect with yourself. Because inside of yourself, there is a voice, there is an urge to perhaps do something or perhaps do less of something, what is that voice telling you? And here's the most important thing, Chris, are you brave enough? Because if you have not been connected to your intuition, you're going to have to take a step, the first step. And unless you're brave enough to take the first step to listen to that voice and to follow the path that voice is telling you to go, you are not going to go back into where you actually came from, right? So intuition is huge. Go back to what's inside yourself. Connect with yourself and be in silence. Let those thoughts come in. Listen to them. Follow what that's telling you. So to circle back in the program, what I'm telling the ladies is, you know a lot, right? All of the coaches I'm working with, they have a lot of tools. What? Look at your tools and what do you truly believe can help people? What is so strong inside of yourself? And let's just take that route and build something based on what on this voice that is so loud inside yourself already. And let's trust that's the path that will help you build a successful business. This takes courage. And I tell them, I don't want you to even listen to me. I want you to listen to yourself. The work is to bring you back to yourself. The work is to bring you back to the voice that the universe has and to the guides that are out there, angels or different people believe in different things. But I do believe there are unseen beings teaming up with you and teaming up with your intuition, trying to be one with you and once you embrace that, you truly not only build a much better life, but you become unstoppable. And then you manifest more and more of it. 
Till I love how you're just drawing in so many different aspects of being unstuck. So things like changing your environment, right? We're going to the beach today or being intentional about your rhythm in the morning. You have certain, it sounds like thoughts that you meditate on or reflect on when you wake up in the morning to set the intention for the day. Tapping into, yes, there's our our surroundings that we can see, but there's these invisible spiritual forces that help us to be unstuck. I wonder if there's anything else that you would offer us as it relates to being unstuck. I know we've talked a lot about the past. I'm wondering too, maybe we can just bounce to this area. Sometimes I think people can feel overwhelmed with decision-making and feeling stuck of like decision fatigue, overwhelm. I have so many decisions to make in that sort of a sense. I wonder if there's anything that you could speak in that regard. Yes, absolutely. So decision fatigue will drain your energy. And because people are not connected to their intuition, they are so afraid of making mistakes and making the wrong decision. And that's why they stay stuck into indecisions because they don't want to take the wrong step or if they decide to go for it, what can happen? If they don't go for it, what else can happen? If they are tuned in with their intuition, they would know what decision to make. So how do we go from not being connected to our intuition and overcoming indecision fatigue? It's truly by making a decision. We are going to have to learn how to make decisions fast and to know that whatever happens is just information. It's just data. I'm either getting some data or I'm either, yes, accomplishing what I wanted to accomplish. In the end, you have data. In the end, you have data to keep moving forward and to make the next decision. So I tell my clients, Guys, and we make decisions in the session. Sometimes they are in indecision fatigue. And I look at, you know, whoever I'm in a session with and I say, let's make a decision now. Now, and I said, yes, let's tune in. So I do an exercise where they tune in to their intuition. And I say, just pick a path. It's not that hard. And once they pick their path, then they have to be committed to that. And once they go through that process once and they say that they have survived they're like, oh, yes, I'm still here. I'm still alive. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. That strengthens a muscle, quote unquote, that will propel you forward to keep on making decisions and being okay with the outcome because, again, it's just data and tuning in with your intuition. And it's amazing because sometimes your intuition will tell you to choose A when reason says C is the right path. But you're like, yeah, C makes sense. But hey, my intuition is telling me that A is the way to go. And you pick A and things just open up in ways that you could never have imagined. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So that strengthens again the muscle of tuning into your intuition, making decisions quickly and know that what you're doing is collecting data and moving forward. Well, what a rich and wonderful conversation. So helpful to our listeners. Zil, I wonder if people want to be in touch or follow you. Where's the best way to find you? Yes, Instagram. I hang out on Instagram and that's the main platform I'm on. So it's Z-I-L-I-L-E-R, E-I-L-E-R, coaching. That's where you guys find me. Great. Thank you so much for joining us, Zil. It was wonderful having you. Thank you so much. This was incredible, guys. And now is the part of our podcast where we talk about what we are into. 
So what are we into? My life is domestic in so many ways. So right now I am into thinking about vacuum cleaners because Dominic tried to fix ours and it made it worse. (laughs) So we are now in the market for a vacuum cleaner. The question is, will there be a cord or will it be cordless? That is the real question. Wow. Very practical, Christina. I am into indoor rock climbing. So we had a four day weekend and we did a little staycation here in Madison with the family and we took the kids indoor rock climbing and our youngest, it was his first time ever doing something like this. And he was amazing. He's seven. He was scaling the walls by the end, reaching the top. And our teenagers were struggling (laughs) to get to the same top as our seven-year-olds. It was so fun on many levels. My forearms are feeling the effect of the rock climbing, but That is what I'm into is indoor rock climbing. I guess we can both be into the same thing. I was totally into rock climbing too, but now I'm into nursing my ankle because I had so much fun rock climbing that I twisted my ankle trying to leverage my position. And uh, yeah, I'm nursing my ankle as a result of rock climbing, but I'm also thinking strategically when we do this again, I'm going to have to do it this way or that way. So yes, lots of fun was had rock climbing with all of our kids, our whole family. So thanks so much for joining us until next time. Make it a great week. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, we invite you to stay connected by signing up for our Foundry Spiritual Center newsletter, where you can learn about even more programs and offerings. You'll find a link to subscribe in the show notes or visit us anytime at foundrysc.com. Thanks again for being with us. We hope you have a great week. Thank you.